Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome and thanks for hanging out with us. I've been looking forward to today's interview because I want to learn so much more about this topic. We're going to talk about personal brand strategies with A.J. Vaden. Now, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you have a brand for your products and services. At least we hope. But what about yourself? What about your personal brand? Do you have a distinction between the two? I didn't for a long time. And while I run a few businesses, Personally, I find that when I work more on branding me as me, that I have the most success. Now, go figure. It sounds almost like a like a conundrum, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg. It kind of sounds odd. So I'm curious, what works for you? And really, how far have you gone down the path of really branding yourself? And while you're at it, while we're at it, this is all about helping you and your friends turn your vision into reality. So please share with them because we want to help you all scale your business to the top. And I want you to meet AJ Vaden. She's one of the world's leading authorities on personal brand strategy. And I tell you, I am so excited. It's going to be difficult for me to get through this because I've got 500,000 questions. But back to the show, AJ is also the co-host of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. And she's named one of Forbes' top 10 podcasts to listen to in 2021. You ready for this? She's formed and run four different businesses about personal development and branding, each earning seven to eight digits. I think that says enough. Let's get into it. Hi, AJ. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, the honor is mine. I can't wait. We're all looking forward to learning more about personal brand strategies. And I am like at the edge of my chair because this is what I live and breathe. For us entrepreneurs, business owners, podcasters, it's all about branding to make ourselves known because we could have a great product, we could be really good people, and we are really good people, but if somebody doesn't know about it, then what does that do? All right, so let's kind of get into this, AJ. Perhaps let's start here. What's your backstory? Yeah, oh, oh, how long do we have? Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is a three-part series over three years. This is a, a mini-series, a docu-series, part one, uh, <laughs> episode one. Um, so yeah, no, my backstory is, um, I think, like, to, even today, I would still consider myself, above all else, a salesperson. Um, I got my start in sales, uh, starting a company. I was really fortunate to come from an entrepreneurial background. And uh, my now husband, but my former business partner and two other partners, we started our first company uh, when I was 21 years old. I had been out of college less than five months when my high school best friend called me up and said, hey, do you want to start this business with me? And uh, the, the main attraction, the main lure for me saying yes is he said, here's what's going to happen. We're going to move to California. We're going to make phone calls by the pool and we'll eat sushi every day. <laughs> I was like, sounds great. Sign, Sign me, me up. up. How hard can this business thing be? Um, and so we did. We went out there and uh, I... You know, is you know, ignorance and naivety is often um, the biggest blessing of your life, and that was mine at the time. And this was in 2005, 
right? And so take yourself back uh, to 2005 and what was beginning to happen and right, the great recession of, you know, that time period. And I think the biggest thing that happened in all of that is we didn't know what a recession was. Uh, we didn't know what big doing business and any sort of economy looked like. We just knew the one that we had. And uh, that was just such a big blessing because we didn't have any sort of pretense or preconceived notions about what it was to do business. Um, and we were putting on big sales uh, conferences, motivational sales and leadership conferences. And uh, there were four of us who started that business. Uh, one of the business partners that I met is my now husband. Uh, little, little known fact, most people don't know that Rory and I were business partners before we fell in love and got married. So we've been in business together now 16 years um, of that. We've been uh, married 12, but together 14. And so this a little thing that happened in there where uh, I became an amazing salesperson. And it's one of the best skills and traits that I think we all require. We don't need, we require them um, in business today. I don't care what position you're in. You can be a, a janitor, you can be in customer service, sales, leadership, you can be a parent. We all need sales skills. And uh, that's where I got my start was in sales, starting our first company. It's like we were four people starting a company and our number one job was generate revenue, right? Generate revenue. And so we did that. And it was a giant seminar business. I lived in 14 cities in four and a half years. Every single thing I owned fit in my little infinity uh, and that's it. Like every single thing I owned, I did not own one piece of furniture. I did not, everything I owned could fit in this car for almost five years of my life. And I got to see a ton of the country and got to uh, get my teeth knocked in more times than not, got told more and no more than yes, more often so than not. Um, but from that, it's, you know, we, we built a really cool business in the days, like we were out there competing with the other seminar people at the time, this is like Tony Robbins was still doing seminars. He wasn't the Tony Robbins that we know today. And uh, Brian Tracy and Tom Hopkins, these were people we were selling tickets against. And it was a really interesting time of getting immersed into this world of self-development, professional development, personal development. And we were still selling tickets to sales conferences. And looking back on this now, it's quite hilarious. At the time, it didn't seem so funny. We thought we were so serious, you know, 22, I'm so serious. Um, but this is what we were doing. I would, uh, we would divide up the alphabet in a phone book. That's right, a phone book. That is what we did. And I was so lucky to draw W, X, Y, and Z. It was not the best part of the alphabet, um, but through there, I picked up some really cool accounts like Wells Fargo and Yellow Book and Yellow Pages. And, you know, some of those businesses aren't even around today, um, but we would call these companies and we would say, we had our little sales pitch, but our main offer was invite us in, a complete stranger, uh, put us in front of your sales team. We'll do a one hour custom training for your sales team. We'll work with you beforehand. We'll get to know you. We'll help reinforce your messages. And at the end, we will talk about this bigger conference that they can come to. So we'll come in and do a free training as long as you let us talk about this big conference at the end. Right. And that was our big pitch. And it's like, you know, invite me in who you don't know from anywhere to talk to your sales team. Give me an hour of your time and eliminate your precious schedule and give it to me. And at the end of that, after they have seen me speak for free, I'm then going to take their money so they can come see me speak for money. <laughs> so um, at the time, we were so, I don't know, excited 
we were so enthusiastic that it didn't dawn on us that the same trainings we were doing for free is what they, we would then be collecting their money for, for them to come just see more of us. Uh, we didn't have any big name headliners. Uh, we were we were the salespeople and the speakers. And that is that was our differentiation pitch. It's if you want your sales team to learn how to get into offices, like we just got into yours, you know, give us your credit card, buy a ticket and come spend a day with us. I absolutely and love it. That's we absolutely did that amazing. for a long time. Now, I get that you kind of fell into the business by the lore, the excitement, and you've made it exciting and you've made it good. Where on this path and journey, AJ, did you go, hey, I'm going to, I'm really going to focus in personal branding and be the leader. Did, did that just kind of fall in or was it something you went after and you kind of shaped and, and molded here? No, absolutely. That happened organically, right? And, uh, you know, we were a part of the, our first company that we built together. Uh, we were there for 13 years up until 2018. And in 18, 2018, at that point, and so we had been really fortunate over the years. Uh, we launched a number two New York Times bestselling book. Uh, we had a top 100 business podcast. We had a seven-figure speaking business, a seven-figure consulting business, an eight-figure coaching business. So we had done all of these things. But in 2018, a really critical thing happened. And uh, I had known for several years that I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. Um, I had lost myself in the pursuit of ambition and money and success. Um, I had really lost myself and I hadn't been happy for a really long time, but also did not have the courage to do anything about it because uh, I was making a ton of money. I was getting to travel the world. I was in really cool Fortune 100 boardrooms and I was really young and I'm like, I'm killing it. Why would I ever leave this? Um, and so I didn't. And then in 2018, a, a really pivotal event happened in my life. And I went into a, a budget meeting with our investors, uh, what I thought was a budget meeting, and was told that uh, my services were no longer leading, needed. And that today was my last day. And see you later. After all that money you've made for them, there's no loyalty in this, is there? Um, no. And it was a, an interesting moment of, uh, my personality. I know you don't know me all that well, but I, I'm not one to brush things under the rug. I'm quite outspoken and, uh, maybe too opinionated at times, but I kept hearing this message, uh, which to me, I'm big in my faith. I believe was God that was saying, keep your mouth shut and let this happen. And by the time that I hit the doors, um, this was already, you know, this was planned. This was not a, an accidental event. Um, I, I literally heard this in my heart and it was like, you didn't have the courage to do what you know you should have done. So now we're going to do it my way. And overnight I lost uh, a seven figure income. Um, at, over the course of the next three months, we lost, we turned over all of our social media accounts. We turned over our podcast. We lost every single speaking engagement we had on the books. We lost every single consulting and coaching client. I lost the team that I had built. I lost a whole bunch of friends and it was ground zero. It was a clean slate and it was, what are we going to do now? Uh, what are we going to do now? So uh, I was released of my position. Uh, my husband teasingly says, you were canned. You got canned, let's be honest. And my husband left about three weeks later. Um, he resigned and we were like, all right, uh, what are we going to do now? And 
I'm not exaggerating. Within two days of all of this happening in May of 2018, we got a phone call um, from a guy I mean, Lewis House. And Lewis was a friend, um, and but not a close friend at the time. Um, but we had uh, helped him with his first book launch. We had known each other through just the speaking and authoring world. Um, and he reached out and he said, I don't know why, but I have this nagging feeling that I'm supposed to reach out to you guys because I need help in my business. I don't know why I'm thinking about you. We had not talked to Lewis in two years. And he said, is there any chance that you guys would be willing to spend some time with me to help me work on some things that I'm struggling with in my business? Clarity about who I am. What do I want to, what do I want to be known for? What do I want to be doing in my business? And we said, well, ironically, we have a lot of extra time on our hands right now. Sure. You want to buy a flight to Nashville? Come on. So we did. And uh, we spent two days with him. And at the end of those two days, he looked at us and he said, Rory, AJ, this is your new business. You have to do this for the world. This is what you were meant to do. Whatever happened was leading you to this day. And uh, he said, if you'll think about it, pray about it, do whatever you do, let me know. And uh, I have a mastermind event in two weeks. I'd like to have you there talking about what you just did for me. And so we spent two weeks going on hikes in the wilderness creating frameworks, creating a business plan and called Lewis and said, we'll be there. Rory booked a flight. He went to LA. We had an 18 month old. I stayed at home with my son, Jasper. Um, we sold our first two clients there that carried us through like the next two months. And on July 27th of 2018, Lewis said, I'll have you on my podcast. I'm going to help you launch this business. I believe in it that much that the world needs what you are doing. Um, so I'm going to tell the whole world about what you did for me. And I, if it helped me, I think it could help them. And so he launched our business uh, on July 27th, 2018. And over the next three months, that one podcast generated a thousand leads, a half million dollars in business. That's what we started our new company with. And that's how we got into personal branding as a business. Now we had been doing it for a really long time, right? We had built a coaching business, built a speaking business. We had built our reputation um, we had done the book thing. We had done the podcast thing. At this time, we had launched two books, but that was never our business. That's just what we were doing for ourselves. And we were doing it the most difficult way possible, making every single mistake, spending way too much money doing the wrong things at the wrong time and learning by trial and error for a decade. And what we started doing in the summer of 2018 is we started compiling all the things that we had done right and started creating processes and systems and methodologies that would allow people to walk through a systematic process of helping them find their uniqueness uh, establish their reputation in the marketplace but ultimately it's it's helping people become known for what they want to be known for that's what we started doing um, as a result of a really pretty dramatic event and a belief of one person who said, I know if you can do this for me, you can do it for other people. I want to help you do it. And because of his reputation and his loyal, trusted following at that time, I think Lewis was getting, you know, 3 million downloads a month. Um, but he had built a trusted, you know, reputation with his listeners. And because he trusted us and they trusted him, we were able to uh, launch our business in an expedited fashion that could not have been orchestrated by anyone other than God himself. We're talking about personal brand strategies with AJ Vaden, and you can find her at brandbuildersgroup.com. That's three words, brandbuildersgroup.com. 
AJ, an amazing story. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm just going to let you run the whole show. Okay, wait one second. First, let me come up with a question. We're businesses. I've said that before. We're entrepreneurs here. There's so much we can go into, and we want to talk about personal branding and maybe take a slice of that pie. What about marketing tactics that might help us the most? Yeah, well, here's what I would say. A uh, two-part answer to that is let's get clear on what personal branding is and how it connects to marketing practices. Um, and I think there's a, a really big misconception in the marketplace today of what is a personal brand. I think it somehow has gotten diluted and mixed up with being an influencer or being a celebrity or an online celebrity or somehow a personal brand is about um, a social media following or an online platform. It's not. That has nothing to do with it. A personal brand is simply another word for reputation. That is it. It is a new age trendy term for a same old thing that's been around for centuries, which is reputation. And we believe at Brand Builders Group that a reputation, the definition of it is very simple. It is what people think about when they think of you. So we've all heard that old saying, your reputation precedes you. Well, today it better. <laughs> you have every <laughs> tactic, tool, um, digital marketing, you know, tip, trick, whatever you want to call it on the planet to help you make that happen. But yet for some reason, most people that we encounter do not know what they want to be known for. They have not had intentional effort in creating the reputation that they want in the marketplace. What has happened unintentionally is that they have become known for something that they're good at. They have, been known, they have become known for their business. They have been associated with something that is not really what they want to be known for at all. You know, and I can use myself, for example, for 15 years, I was a very sought after sales consultant. But that is not who I am. <laughs> like at the, you know, I think about towards the end of my life, if I want to look back and go, man, like what's my legacy? Helping people improve the bottom line was not it. That was not it. But that is what had happened unintentionally in the marketplace because I wasn't really clear on who I am, what I believe, my uniqueness, my superpower, and how I do it differently. I had been associated with something that I had accumulated a lot of skills in, um, but I did not create that. That was created for me by default due to my lack of intention and being super clear in my marketing of who I am and what I want to be known for. And so one of the things that we did about a year ago, um, this was, yeah, fall of 2021, about a year ago, not even, yeah, a year ago. Call it a year. <laughs> My dates are mixed up. We went out and we uh, started a research study. And, uh, you know, when, you know, Brain Builders Group started in 2018, we're in 2022 right now. So it's not like we've been around for decades, even though we've been doing this for decades. But we're young. We're only four years as a, as a new company. And about a year ago, we said, if this is what we're going to do, and this is what we're going to do, we want to go out and we want to do a national research study to find out what do Americans specifically um, think about personal branding and the impacts that has on traditional marketing and advertising. Uh, how does that impact a company, right? The individual versus a company. Um, where does reputation come into play? And what are the trends that we see are not going away? We wanted to know for ourselves. Um, and the, the 
the answers were um, both terrifying and fascinating. Terrifying because we were so wrong on some things and fascinating because uh, the truth is personal branding, reputation marketing is the future of marketing. There has been a phenomenal decrease in trust in companies and a phenomenal increase of trust in individuals. There has been a shift in the marketplace over the last five years. Five years ago, you, this was how it worked in the marketplace. I give you money, you give me value. That's how it worked. Today, it's the opposite. Today, it's no, you give me value, and then I will decide if it's good enough for you to get my money. That is how information marketing has changed things. Because today, you don't have to pay for information. You can go to Google, TikTok, YouTube, any social media platform, a blog, a podcast, and get information for free on anything that you could possibly want to learn about, like I'm going to share with you today. Right? People don't pay for information anymore. What they pay for is the application of that information. They pay for the system, the methodology, the process to shorten the gap, shorten the learning curve, right? That's what they want to expedite their results. They don't want to go through the 15 years of trial and error and the hundreds of thousands of dollars of uh, unanticipated mistakes. They want to know, nope, give me the shortcut. Tell me what to do. Help me do it right. Help me do it fast right? Help, help make sure it works as quickly as humanly possible. And, and, then so, I'll, and then I'll pay you. And then I'll pay you. And then I'll determine if it's good enough. But you know, here's the thing. I've noticed this even about myself. Like there are some people um, online and I, this is how I want people to feel about Brand Builders Group. This is how I want people to feel about me. I want them to get so much value from what I give for free that they feel inclined to want to pay me. All right. It's like, man, I feel like I have learned so much from you. I feel like I need to pay you something. Right? Can you like take my money? It's like, that's what we want to have happen. Um, because here's the thing. There's a really simple formula in marketing today. It, it is really simple. Provide value, build trust. Provide value, build trust. Uh, we are in the trust economy right now. It's uh, when I see you, know you, learn from you, I trust you. Um, and personal branding is a, it's a, it's a trust accelerator. That's what it is, right? Let, it's let, me, ask you, let me ask you, you. Some, let me ask you about something about that. I get that it's a trust accelerator, but we're used to perhaps in the old days, we had, we had titles. We were so, and so we were this, we were that we were <laughs> our business name. I run into podcaster, podcasters, podcasting is a, is a perfect example. People are known by their shows. It's the ABC podcast. It's the drink coffee and, uh, and, uh, talk sales podcast, as opposed to it's, uh, John Doe, it's Tony D'Urso. So there's the title and then there's the, who we are. So, yeah. so I, I, you're talking about, there's like a shift now. So now it's the, who we are. What about mm -hmm. titles? You know, it's a fascinating thing about titles. Um, if you want my really personal opinion, I think titles are the downfall of American culture. I think we put titles behind our name and all of a sudden we're credentialized by what we've done, not who we are. Now, I think there's a component of that that is also fitting, right? So clearly we need titles for books and podcasts and like there's a time and a place for that. Um, and so I want to make the distinction, you know, there are other titles like CEO, who really cares? 
Title like, you know, MBA, what does that really mean today? Titles like VP of sales, what is that? Are you a salesperson? Are you managing a team? What is that? Sales consultant, what does that mean? Right? So there's there's titles, right? But then there's um, brand titles, right? The brand of a show. And so here's what we have found. Um, two distinct things. So there's this uh, philosophy that we talk about at Brain Builders Group called Sheehan's Wall. And it's named after Peter Sheehan, um, who's a friend of ours. And so we just took a bunch of his words and said, this is, we're going to call this the Sheehan's Wall. And think about it, like there's a wall. On the left-hand side of the wall is what we were going to call the unknown, right? These are all of the individuals where you want to be more known in the marketplace, then there's a wall. And on the right-hand side of the wall, there are people who are well-known, right? So great examples would be Barack Obama, Donald Trump, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, Pitbull, The Rock Dwayne Johnson, right? Those people are known. And then you have, you know, fairly unknown people. I'll use myself as an example, AJ Vaden. I bet most of your listeners have never heard my name before until they're listening to the show right now. There is a difference of the people on the unknown and the known, right? And it's, it's focus, it's intention, but more than that, it's precision. And what we have found is once you're on the known side of the wall, using your name is a very common attraction marketing methodology, right? It's like if I know um, that I like someone, I like a certain actor or actress, um, like tonight I'm going to see Top Gun, right? I think Tom Cruise is a solid actor. I know if he's in a movie, it's going to be fairly good, right? So I associate the success of something with a person because I know their reputation. So once you have an established name in the marketplace, and that doesn't mean you have to be a global household name. It could be your local market, could be your industry, could be your whatever, right? But once you have a household known, leveraging your name means a great deal because you have a trusted reputation. Until then, though, uh, people aren't typically going to follow the AJ Vaden show unless they already know who I am. So to help me get through there, I have to create an identity that I want people to associate me with. In my case, it's personal branding, right? So our podcast name is the Influential Personal Brand with Rory and AJ Vaden, right? So there is a part of me, it's going, I have to think about what are people searching for? What audience do I want to attract? And then most importantly, what does that audience want? So like your show, for example, um, although it's the Tony Dorso show, it's also Journey to Success, right? It's like people are like, yes, I want to go on the journey to success. Our audience, our core, they want an influential personal brand. They want a personal brand that makes a difference. They want to make an impact, right? They want to be known for doing good. That's who we're trying to attract. Now, there are a few people who might know us by name, which is our, why our name is included, but we don't lead with it because we don't believe we have quite planted our flag in the market yet, four years in business to go, we own that. You are now searching for me ahead of what I do. So there is, there's a switch in the marketplace that happens when you break through what we call Sheehan's wall. And now you are, and you have an established reputation in your local market, industry, whatever it may be that you're trying to target. But until then, you've got to leverage what do people want from you? What does your audience want? and use that to help in attraction marketing with your brand title. That's really interesting on the name of my show, Journey to Success. I never use it in any social media, in anything. It's just the name of my show. 
I get known as Tony D'Urso, Tony D'Urso, however you want to say it, or Tony or Hey You, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and I just find it just makes it more more personal, though I maybe I've stumbled on it. I've done a few things in marketing. I've dabbled a little bit here and there, and it just helps make me more real. So <laughs> even the even the titles of my of my show episodes no longer say the Tony D'Urso show. They just say, you know, we're talking about uh, branding with AJ Vaden and Tony D'Urso. It's just just makes me more personal and real. And I got to say something really, really silly because I don't understand why, but this is like, I've never done this in my show, so I hope nobody minds. But you mentioned Barack Obama, and yesterday I had a dream with him, and he kept following me around. You know how dreams got <laughs> these vignettes? You go from room to room to place to place. Well, he kept following me, and he was there, and I'm wondering if that means that I'm going to run into him. And the reason I say that is because I did similar, kind of similar, not quite, with uh, Cher Bono. She was in my dream one day, and then next thing you know, I'm at uh, Jerry's Famous Deli in uh, uh, North Hollywood. I forget the exact city. And there she is. I would, like, run into her. So I was like, does this mean I'm going to run into Barack Obama? I would. I never even thought of it. You reminded me. It was like, hey, I had a dream about him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. premonition of your next podcast guest, Talking Politics with Barack and Tony. There that could be your next show. Okay, Barack, if you're listening to this, <laughs> have my uh, have your people call my people. Okay, well, this is really interesting. I want to. Um, I really love this. This is this is where I live. I've been really waiting for this interview, as I mentioned at the beginning. Personal branding, making us more, I guess, more of who we are. Mm -hmm. Now, some people might say it works well in podcasting. We talked a lot about that. It may work well in cooking but there's industries that it may not work well. So let's talk about, is this ubiquitous or is it very limited? Uh, it's ubiquitous, 100%. In fact, one of the questions that we asked in our study, uh, we this is one of the things that we were so blown away with because we were so wrong when it comes to personal branding and reputation. We just naturally assumed that this was going to be most important in industries like information marketing, podcasting, writing, speaking, consulting, coaching, training. Er, we could not have been more wrong. The top three industries that this was considered most important for, most impactful to, uh, first profession was doctors, second profession was lawyers, and then the third category, which I thought was fascinating, was employers. And so at a high level, we were like, wait, what? Doctors, attorneys, and employers like these aren't even on our radar like we do no marketing to these people why and the further and further that we got into this study this underlying current of trust kept popping up kept popping up where people really equate to the more i can see you know you learn from you the more that i trust you and a personal brand helps expose that right you're teaching people things you're helping them get to know you and then it dawned on me all of a sudden one day i was like well of course personal branding is important to doctors their life is in my hands right it's like if i had to have some sort of surgery today i am not going to the google and typing in best heart surgeon nashville tennessee i'm not doing that I'm not going to Yelp or Angie's List. I'm not going to YouTube. I'm calling up my friends who I trust and I go, have you used anybody? Have you had a friend who used anybody? Who are they? 
right? Same thing for attorneys and lawyers, right? It's like, if my, my life, my health is in the hands of my doctor, my freedom is in the hands of my attorney and my lawyers, right? It's like, you can be sued for anything at any time. Doesn't matter if you did it or not, right? One bad agreement, one bad contract, your whole business and your IP can go up in flames. It's poof, poof, it happens quickly, right? It's like, especially, and it fits in a more criminal aspect, right? You might be behind bars. And it's like, well, yeah, I need to trust this person. So I need to know what they're about. I need to know their reputation. I need to know that they are well-respected and well-known in this, you know, it's like, do they have friends who are judges? I want to know that too. And it's like, those are things that become really important. And the same thing, it's like, if I need an attorney, I'm not going to the yellow pages. I'm not going back to Google. I'm going to my entrepreneur group. Who do you know? This is what I need. Give me the best person. Like, who do you know? It's, I'm going to trusted friends to get referred to trusted people. And then when it comes to employers, it's like if our health and life are in the hands of our doctors and our freedoms in the hands of the attorneys, right? Then our livelihood is in the hands of our employers, right? These people must be trustworthy. It's like, I'm giving you all, you know, 60% of my waking hours of my life and return for a paycheck, return for some security and hopefully some enjoyment, right? I, I'm, I'm giving you these things. I need to trust you. Right. And there is so much proof in the marketplace where that's not happening today. And so these have elevated to the top of going, no, I need to trust you. And the correlation that we made is it's the higher that the trust is required, the more important that having an established personal brand becomes. So think about it. Does your business, does your industry require a certain level of trust? A certain level of reputation. That's just and if a, it that's does, everybody, isn't it? It's, it's everybody. And if it does, the higher the requirement of having an established personal brand. I love that. That's a, that is something to ponder for everybody in the audience. And I want to make sure that I tackle one topic before we did this interview. You said you had something that you may share with us that most people are going to disagree with, but you felt is very important to be successful. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What is it that most people are going to disagree with, but you believe is going to help us be successful unless we've already talked about it. You know, it's interesting. It's, um, I know that you, we talked about this before, um, and I might say something different today than what I said before. Um, but I think there's, I'm going to share two quick things. I think the first thing is really understanding what makes people buy from you versus somebody else. And I think this is really important as an entrepreneur, because as an entrepreneur, I know how much time, money, and resources go into different marketing aspects of our business. And I'm going to just honestly say for the last 14 years, I've been an entrepreneur. We put time, money, energy, effort into the wrong things. And it wasn't up until when we did this study that I was like, holy moly, we have done it all wrong. And one of the questions we asked in our study, I said it's to Americans, um, when considering whom to purchase from, what are the most important decisions that weigh in to making this, you know, determining factor, right? And we ask things like, hey, is it important that, you know, you're in the media or you speak or consult on this topic? Do you need a book? Should you have a podcast? Should you have a viral TED Talk video? Should you have a large social media following? Do you need blogs? Um, do you need lots of content marketing? Like, do you, all the, do you need all these things to help people make a decision to buy from you, right? Um, it was none of those things. None of them. 
it was fascinating. Uh, and, you know, from someone who has spent a huge part of their career um, trying to get into the media, building podcasts, building speaking careers, writing books, um, building blogs, building websites, none of those things. The number one most important things that Americans said, in fact, not the majority, 67%, more than two thirds of Americans said the number one determining factor of whether or not I will purchase from you has to do with testimonials. Do you have third-party testimonials that I can easily find, view, and relate to me, right? So in other words, what people are saying is back to trust. It's like, do other people confirm that you say who you, you say, or you are who you say you are, and you do what you say you're going to do? And what I, what I found in this study is that if I can't be referred directly to you, then the next best thing is having someone like me tell me, a prospective buyer, that it's true. And it's this third-party validation of, now that I have hired this person, I have worked with this person, and that means you can't just have one testimonial. Right? You have to have many testimonials, um, and they need to be on your website, in your marketing. And in fact, we created an entire YouTube channel just dedicated to testimonials, and we have hundreds of them. Right. We did an intentional effort of ramping up all of our email marketing, our website. Every single thing that we do is now, you know, just like completely just filled with testimonials and not on one page. There are testimonials on every single page of our website about certain things in different ways from different types of people and in different industries. Um, we segmented all of them by industry. So it was easy. It was easy for someone to go, oh, they get me. They get my type of business. They get what I do. And if you think about it, testimonials are the fastest, cheapest, easiest thing you can do to help you build your business. How much money would it take to revamp your website, redo your copy, build a funnel, build a webinar, launch a podcast, get in the media, have a TED, do all these other things would take months, if not years. Getting a testimonial can happen in the next 15 minutes. It literally can evolve and change the way you market your business. And it's free. And it's what should already be given. And so it's looking at where are your marketing resources going and making sure that you're putting your time, energy, and money in the right places. And often it's the places that don't cost a lot of money. Um, but AJ, we don't AJ, see that. For us that do have testimonials, it's not just that you have them, that you've kept them a secret in some file. Yes. You've got to display them. You have to share them. Really? Oh, come on. They're so nice. Do I really? So we really have to share with, without perhaps being too boastful or too like, hey, look at this. But we do have to display that. I think that's a weakness. I do. Oh, it is. As people are afraid to come across as self-promotional. Um, I think, you know, the biggest aha moment that I had in my personal professional life, whatever you want to call it, is realizing uh, believing in what you do is not salesy. Believing in what you do is being compelled that what you do makes a difference in the lives of the people you serve, right? Um, and I am very convicted in what we do. And so I don't find it self-promotional or marketing because I'm not concerned about me. I am going, no, I know this will help you. And so I don't mind telling you about it. And it's changing your mindset of going, if you really believe in what you do to the point of you feel compelled to do it, which you should as an entrepreneur, then it's like, I, I cannot contain it. It just bubbles out of me. I have to tell people about it because I believe in it so much. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what my clients have to say. Of course, I believe in it. Hear them. It's a, it's a mindset shift. 
um, we're too concerned about how we're going to be viewed. And that lessens our ability to impact people that we could really help, um, that we could really serve. Um, all right, one last thing, and then I know we have to go. All right, here's the other thing that people may not disagree or may not agree with and is potentially controversial to entrepreneurs. But I think one of the most important things that make you successful in business um, is being very well-versed in tax strategy. Repeat that again. Tax <laughs> strategy? Excuse yes. me. <clears throat> There's the, the, the something's with the speaker here. I didn't quite hear that. Tax yes. as in T-A-X? What's that? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the things I've become obsessed with over the last four years. I've become obsessed with it. I am such a nerd about it. I geek out on it. I take like every course that comes my way. Um, and my husband's like, do you, like, is there more? To, like, what else can you possibly be learning? And it's like so much. There's so much. And here's what I would say. It comes down to working with trusted professionals. And here's the, here's the thing that I would say to any entrepreneur, no one, no one on the planet is going to take care of your finances like you would. No one cares about your money like you do, right? It's like, is it being used appropriately? Like for me, it's like, it's very much, it's like, um, I need to be a good shepherd of my money, right? I need to be a good fiduciary of the things in my possession, right? I have employees and their families to take care of. Um, and I'm not going to trust somebody else to go, well, I hope they got it. Fingers crossed. Uh, let's hope this CPA knows what they're doing. Because every single time I go to a webinar, I bring new ideas to my CPA. I used to believe that their job was to bring ideas to me. And then I realized that's not always the case, right? That's not always the case. Uh, my job is to make sure they're aware of the ideas I want to implement. They're there to help me vet what will and will not work for my business. They're help. They're helping me. They're there to help me go. Thanks for the tip. That would never work. Thank you very much. Um, but I'm there to push back and go. Well, let's just run some analysis. I know you think that, but this is what I heard. This is what I saw. Can we make it work? And I think you know. I think I'm all about paying taxes, but I'm about paying my fair share and not paying one cent more than my fair share. And that means you have to know tax law. You have to know enough to be dangerous and then have a really good CPA to keep you in the lines. Absolutely agree. And not just an accountant and not one of these quick, we'll do your taxes in 15 minutes sort of thing. Really, I've had a CPA for many years and he brings up stuff every year that I never thought of, didn't mm -hmm. know about. And it's really helped keep us on a good keel. And yeah, we pay, we take care of what we have to take care of. But we certainly don't want to pay a lot more than we don't necessarily need to. Perfectly legal. But I never thought of it was as such an integral part of running the business. So to me, it was just something you naturally do. But this conversation now is helping me look at it at a, at a much bigger level. It's a bigger mm -hmm. thing. You have to make sure that you're structured right and properly. We've never really talked about that too much on the show. So I hope everyone listening, you take a good look at that and take a look. And yeah, CPA will cost more. There's no doubt about it. But what you get is a, a lot more security and peace of mind and saves you a lot more. There's such a difference between that and anything else. Uh, so I, I can't say enough about that. But you've helped me take it to another level. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, I would, I, I want to ask you more questions, but, but we're going to need to do another show. <laughs> this has been so great. We, we talked about personal brand strategies with AJ Vaden. Again, you can find her at brandbuildersgroup.com. AJ, I just absolutely loved it. Is there uh, anything else that you think uh, 
would be uh, important to leave our members with. I think there's a lot for us to ponder. I'm going to listen to this again and again for sure, because there's there's some really good nuggets and pieces of advice and wisdom here. Yeah, I would just leave um, everyone with one really important uh, insight um, that I just personally believe to be true, um, regardless of all the noise in our ears out there. I very much believe today and always um, that people care much more about who you are than what you do. Um, they, they want to know you on a more personal level than learn all the things that you've accomplished. They want to learn more about why you started the company, why your service and products exist more than what they necessarily are. Um, they care much more about how you can help them than the benefits of your products and services. Um, but they care much more about who you are and why you do what you do. And uh, most of us are missing that in our marketing. We're missing that in our brand stories. We're missing that in our social media. We're missing that on our websites. Um, and so if I were going to leave you with anything, I would lean into it's like at the end of the day, people really want to know who you are and care less about what you do. I'm going to ponder that too. Very good points. Very sage. You're, you're, you're sage. You're wise. Good points. AJ, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took her vision to reality. I'm really thrilled about this topic. We discussed personal brand strategies with AJ Vaden. We talked about so many things. We could do a whole series on personal branding and marketing and stuff. We talked about the tactics that give you the greatest impact for your business. We talked about marketing you, branding you, not just the title, which is you could be known as a show or as a thing, but you could also be known as you as the person, which helps build that trust and that that likability, that reliability. We talked about the industries that are impacted by this. Here's a clue, every one of them, because there's not one industry where you can have to be the thing as opposed to having to be you or the person that is then perhaps famous for the thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you do. We talked about influencer marketing in the Americas and how that kind of works out. We talked about something that really surprised me that AJ felt was the most successful, important point of view in growing a successful business. She says people disagree with it. And that was the having the right tax platform and really understanding what you can and cannot do to pay the proper taxes uh, and, and having a CPA and, and so on. We talked about that quite a bit. So many things about branding you. Be known as you. You are not the podcast or the thing or the object. Really, really have a good listen to this. I'm going to listen to this again. It's really something. And very important. I know I ask you several times. Please share this with a few friends. Help them too. It's friends helping friends, right? Okay, let's use this and let's help you move on your journey to success. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.